0: That's what we're talking about in this message on today. So let's go to our scripture for today. It is the gospel according to John, chapter 9, verses 1 through 12. The gospel according to 9. The gospel according to John chapter 9, verses 1 through 12. And it reads: As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? this man or his parents that he was born blind? Jesus answered, It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. For as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said these things, he spat on the ground, and made mud with the salam. Then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud and said to him, go, wash in the pool of salam, which means scent. So he went and washed and came back seeing him. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar were saying, is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some said, it is he. Others said, No, but he is like him. He kept saying, I am the man. So they said to him, Then how were your eyes open? He answered, The man called Jesus, made mud and anointed my eyes, and said to me, Go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, Where is he? He said, I do not know. Let us pray. God, our creator, our sustainer, our redeemer, our miracle worker, we ask right now in a special way that you would speak to us, open our ears that we may hear, our minds that we may understand, our hearts that we may believe. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on us, and we'll give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. Bless us now so we can be a blessing unto others. Use us now, God. Thank you for this moment. Bless, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. As we come to this text, we're reminded as we're talking about the fact that this is the year of action and that we need to work while it's day. We need to work while it's day. And we come to this text again. If you can remember before Mother's Day, we preached on work while it's day talked about the importance of actually having this relationship with Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior. We talked about how we had to receive him, how we had to follow him, then how we had to walk and work in the light that God has given us. So now we're talking about how we can walk and work even more. As we continue with the fact that we need to work while it's day. In other words, it is time for us to work now so many reasons we can say why we're not working why we're not doing what we ought to do many times we think we need to do more planning more thinking about what it is we want to do and how we want to do it but right now we have learned enough to do what god has called us to do if you remember back in luke chapter 6 when we talked about the fact that god wants us to love all the way from when there was the great commandment of loving the lord your god with all your heart mind, soul and and love your neighbor as you love yourself that's the great commandment but then he commissioned us to go and the exercise that love. He said, Teach them to observe all things I have commanded you. He commanded us to love. And then we get Luke chapter 6, it says, Not just love your friends, not just love your family, not just love people who like you. He said, Love your enemies. Mm. And do good to those who hate you. Uh-huh. And pray for those who abuse you or despitefully use you. So we're saying, You have the capacity you have the capacity to love like god said love we can love like he wants us to love we can share like he wants us to share we can forgive like he wants us to forgive so we look at our text and find out how we can do it we talk about how we've been walking in darkness how we've been living in darkness how this man was literally in darkness because he was blind and look how jesus transformed his life and look how he transformed our blinded lives right now today so we can celebrate in the wonderful fact that we're excited about doing what God would have us do. Look at what happened in our text. Remember when we talked about how the great part of this miracle was not so much as what Jesus did, as in what the man did, what the blind man did. And I hope we can hear it on today, because that's where we're starting. Well, just to refresh our memory, as we look at this text, what happened is that as Jesus was passing by, he saw a blind man. He'd been blind from birth. And the disciples wanted to know, well, who sinned? Was it his sinned or his parents sinned, that he would have this honor? And the thought back during the day was, you know, if you had some kind of deformity, if you had some kind of disability, it was all because of sin in your family or you sin yourself to cause that to happen. But Jesus said, no, it is not that this man sinned, not that his parents sinned, but that the works of God may be displayed in him. In other words, whatever condition you're in, whatever condition I'm in, It's not so much because of sin, but we know that Adam brought sin into the world when he defied God and and, uh, when that happened and sin came into the world along with death. But because of what happens in all of our lives, we're not in our own predicaments only because of things we've done. Now I am saying that uh, actions have consequences. So you've done some things, there are some consequences to it. I'll never forget the guy who was saying to me, Pastor, Pastor, you know, this is such a burden on me. This is a burden I'm just asking the Lord to move this burden. He said, I just have this cross. I got this cross on me. I'm saying, son, what's your cross? What's the cross? He said, all this child support I got to pay, it's just a cross on me, a cross. I said, no, 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 child support is not a cross. Child support is a crop. Yeah, you had to do something for that to happen. That didn't just happen on you. So I wanted to understand there are, there are things that happen in our life. But in this text, what he's trying to help us realize, even in that situation, whatever your situation might be in, God can still get glory. You got to type that down. God can still get glory. Whatever is happening in your life, whatever has happened, because the word of God is clear. It it clearly teaches us. Clearly teaches us. We don't have to worry and fret about what has happened or what is happening now. We have to make sure that God can get glory. Because it says, and we know that all things work together for good for those who love God who are called according to his purpose. Our job is to love God and show that manifest of loving God by loving others. So if we could do that, we know it's all working out for our good. So look at this man here. He was blind. Jesus came to the man who was born blind. And he had been blind all his life. He was born blind. And when he got to him, Jesus told him this. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Because the night is coming when no one can work. He was saying the night is coming when he will not be with me. The night is coming when you not have an opportunity to do the work he's called us to do. We need to see the sense of urgency about doing what God has called us to do. We need to do it now. Don't put it off. Love now. Care now. Forgive now. Do now what God would have you do. So he did this and he showed this to him. He said, now listen. After Jesus said those things, he spat on the ground. He made mud with the saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud. He anointed the man's eyes with the mud. Spat, ground, dirt, mud, eyes, And then he told the man this. He said, go, wash in the pool of Siloam. And Siloam means sent. Go, wash in the pool of Siloam. So he sent him. Yeah, he sent him. Go, go, wash in the pool of Siloam. And look at what happened. This is the most important part of the verse. So he went, the man. So he went and washed. So he went and washed. In other words, so he obeyed the Lord. He went and washed. And what was the result of that? He came back seeing. He came back seeing. Wow. Listen, as we continue to move, we continue to do God's will, we need to recognize those things God would have us do. Now look at the results of when he came back seeing. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar were saying, this is not the man who used to sit and beg. This can't be him. The man who sat and begged would always beg because he was blind. He was, he was basically worthless. He couldn't really do anything. We looked down on him. He depended upon us only. But now he can see, see and take care of himself. That was not the man they were used to looking at. That was not the man they were used to looking at. Just think about it. When the Lord comes in your life, when God has transformed you, I know there was somebody who said, Oh, no, this is not you. No, this is not him. This is not her. I, I remember no no she she would no she would respond differently like this she can't love people she can't forgive nobody I know her I know him I know the situation and I know they'll cuss you no that's not no they can't know that that's not them well look at how the Lord can transform our lives He came back seeing the crowd did not believe that He could see but others said some said um they say it's not him some said it is He others said no but it's somebody who looks like him. But he himself said, I am the man. (laughs) Can you see yourself? But but listen, when God has transformed you, when when he allows you to realize that you've been transformed by the renewing of your mind, go ahead and let the world look at you and you can say, no, it's me. No, it's me. I am he. I am she. I am the one that God has touched. I am the one that Jesus has anointed. I am the one who's doing the thing that God has empowered me to do. Don't give me the credit. Know that it's God who gets the credit, but I am the man, I am the woman. So they said to him, then how were your eyes open? Whew. How were your eyes open? Look at what happened. Jesus anointed his eyes with mud. I gotta go back to that for one second. I want you to get this. He anointed his eyes with mud. Why is that so significant? Because the, before it was mud, it was dirt. And we all were created out of the dust of the earth, out of the dirt. Now he takes this, spin on it, and anoints the man's eyes with it. If you've ever had dirt in your eyes, you notice know that, that dirt gave you irritation. There's always some type of irritation when you had dirt in your eyes. Well, notice that when Jesus put the mud in his eyes, he told him to go wash. And when he went to wash, he got the water. And the water actually, instead of having irritation, he now not have irrigation. <laughs> Notice that irrigation is now is working in his life. What am I saying to us? When there's dirt around us, allow the Holy Spirit to move in your life. Allow that dirt to become mud. Allow it to muddy in your life. You might not understand the circumstances that happening in your life. It might seem a little muddy, but when it gets muddy, know that when you get irritation in your life, When it's irritating you and you just can't get around, notice you always should get some irrigation. And notice that Jesus is water to the thirsty. (laughs) Notice that he can wash away your sins. Notice that if you trust him, that he's not only bread, he is water. And with the water of life, God can transform whatever is going on in your life. Here's the man. Here's the man is. He had he was blind, he washed. He went and washed, and Jesus told him, and now he can see. Now others are saying, who is he? That's not the man. He said, no, 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 no. This is the man. The man called. So this is what he said to the man. They said, how were your eyes open?" And he answered. The man called Jesus. He made mud and anointed my eyes and said to me, go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and received my sight notice how that is put he told them what had happened they asked him how did this happen but i want you to know that today that's not the real question they didn't need to ask h-o-w they didn't ask how it happened they need to take the w and put it in front and ask who made it happen the man had it right it wasn't how did this happen, but who made it happen? The man got it right when he started explaining how it happened because he started by saying, the man called Jesus. Y'all got to hear me today. The man called Jesus. Can you understand that if we are to do the work God has called us to do, It's not so much as how we get it done. It's not so much as how you ended up where you are. It's not so much as how you ended up in that predicament, how you ended up in that family. How you ended up in that job. How you ended up in that predicament. How you ended up feeling the way you feel. No, it's not how, but it's who, can get you out of where you are, to where you need to be. It's who that can make a difference in your life. It's who that can straighten out the crooked places in your life. It's who that can put you in a higher position to do the higher work that he's called you to do. He has empowered us to do the work he wants to do. He's empowered us to get it done. So look at what the man said. It was Jesus, yeah, it was the man called Jesus who made mud, anointed my eyes, and said to me, go to Siloam and watch. He, told, he sent me, and I watched. So I went and watched, and you see my sight. Today I don't know what it is that you know you're being called to do. But whatever it is, you can obey and receive your sight. You can obey and receive everything God has for you to receive. You can obey and love like he wants you to love. You can obey and care like he wants you to care. You can obey and give like he wants you to give. You can obey and forgive like he wants you to forgive. Don't let anything keep you from being obedient to doing what God would have you to do so you can receive your sight and be transformed by the renewing of your mind and be the man and woman that God has called you to be. Hold your head up high. Trust God with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding and know that God can do it. Now notice, when this man had received his sight, he just received his sight. He did not yet receive that relationship with Jesus. He received his sight. We're going to talk about that next week. But look at it says, Then they said to him, Where is he? That point, he said, I do not know. He had received his sight, and they said, Where is this man Jesus? He said, I do not know. That's the point that a lot of people in the world, and people who don't know Christ, are asking those of us who've come into a relationship with Christ, when the world sees the difference in us, they're not just asking how do we transform, but who transformed us? And we say it's Jesus. And if they ask you, where is he? Our answer should not be that I do not know, because we've come to know him. But what do we know about him? Well, I know we'll say, he's sitting at the right hand of the Father. That is correct. But not only is he sitting at the right hand of the Father, in the person of the Holy Spirit, he's living in you. Matter of fact, because you're transformed, you have to tell the truth and let them know you've been transformed by the newness of your mind because of the Holy Spirit who lives in you. It's not us that start saying the right things. It's not us that start doing the right things. It's not us that start forgiving everybody. It's not us that start giving like we all give. We have to give credit where credit is due. It's because our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, did all the work for us. Well, what did he do? He came from 40 and two generations. He went about doing good. What did he do? He allowed men to abuse him. He allowed men to ridicule him. He allowed men to ridicule him and to do all sorts of things, but look at our Lord and Savior, because he loved you so much, because he loved me so much, he allowed them to march him up to Golgotha's hill. They put nails in his hands and nails in his feet with a crown of thorns on his head, and on the cross because he loves you, on the cross because he loves me. The Bible says he died. He hung on the cross and he died for all of your sins and all of my sins. But the story doesn't stop there. They placed him in a barber tomb and he stayed there all night Friday. He stayed there all day Saturday. He stayed there all night Saturday night. But the Bible is clear that it was early on that Sunday morning. He got up from the grave with power, power over the grave, victory over death. Then he ascended into heaven and sent back the Holy Spirit who lives in us who believe in him, who live in us, who confess him as Lord of our lives, who live in us to help us to realize that he has washed all of our sins away and has given us an opportunity each day to do the work he called us to do. You ought to say, yes, Lord, here am I. Send me, Lord. I'm willing to do the work you want me to do. I'm willing to go where you want me to go. I'm willing to do what you want me to do. And I thank you for transforming my life, I thank you for touching my eyes and I can see. I thank you for touching my heart and I can love. I thank you for touching my feet and I can go. And we ought to tell the Lord, thank you. What almighty God we serve. He's worthy to be praised. So we thank God on today for how he blessed us, how he keeps us. We're going to thank God today how he makes a way out of nowhere. All we need to do is to trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. If you're here today and you realize, I need the Lord in my life. I need someone to help me through everything I'm going through. God is there to help you. You will have trials. You will have tribulations. But you do have a God who loves you. Jesus came, died for our sins, rose from the grave, that we might have life in heaven more abundantly. So if you're here today and you want to accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, we ask you right now to make that commitment, to make that commitment. You can click on and let us know that you're accepting him. You want to be a member. You want to be a member of First Avenue. You just want to share with us, be a part of our, our ministry. But we want you to pray this prayer to accept the Lord in your life. Romans 10, 9 says, If you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised from the dead, you shall be saved. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Here's a prayer that I will pray. I will lead you in praying. You have to pray if you want to accept Christ into your life. I can't pray it for you. I'm leading you in it. So you have to accept me in your life. You have to have desire to turn and allow God to live in you and guide you. So pray this prayer. Father God, I have sinned. I have not been all I should be. I am sorry for my sins. I want to turn from my sins. I believe in my heart. Jesus died for my sins and rose from the grave. I'm willing to trust you, God, all the days of my life. Holy Spirit, come into my life. Help me to be what you want me to be. I will tell others that you saved me. Thank you for saving me right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let us know if you accepted Christ. Let us know that we seek to work while it's day that we allow God to guide us in directions and be everything He wants us to be. Enjoy Jesus. Enjoy the life God has given you. He's given it to us that we might see, that we might work, that He might get glory. Don't forget that you give through Giblify. Share with us. Make a comment. Let us know about the worship. Go ahead and like our page and share we thank God for sharing with us the first African Baptist Church. Let us pray. Now we ask the grace of God, the love of Jesus, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit, with rest, rule, and abhorrent, now, henceforth, and forevermore, that the people of God say amen and praise God. Remain connected to us as we build God's kingdom together. Join us on Facebook at the Historic First African Baptist Church and our website, FirstAfricanBC.com. You may also contribute through an app called Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. May God bless you and thank you for worshiping with us.